0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In the no,
1: nonstop Viking stop. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome in. Purple Daily. A little feedback Friday for you all, where we pretty much just turn the show over to you guys. Stockpile your questions, comments, concerns, critiques, whatever it may be. You can always hit us up through the Score North app. That's the best way. There's a feedback tab inside that Score North app, and you can uh, and you can get at us with any of your theories or speculation or whatever it is. The show is presented by our friends at TCL, now an official partner of the NFL, No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Phil Judd, our executive producer, Declan Goff. And we should start the show with a huge thank you to the Purple Daily audience. You guys... Let's pop this up on the screen here for the YouTube audience. You guys have helped Purple Daily, as of this morning, this Friday morning, hit seventh on Apple's national football podcast rankings. Seventh.
2: Get the flag. flag's waving. The flag is waving. This one's for you guys. There you go. So, all
1: right, for some context here and for the audio audience, here are the rankings and, and Purple Daily in the last like 15 months. And this is just Apple. This doesn't count. If you listen on Spotify, thank you. Uh, if you, if you watch us on YouTube, thank you. We appreciate really any, any which way you consume. But over the last 15 months, Purple Daily, I don't know, five or 10 different times has definitely, maybe even more than that, has hit ninth or tenth. So we've definitely seen the show hit ninth or tenth. And that's even just, quite frankly, kind of mind-blowing for us. We're just idiots talking about the Vikings every day. But here are the rankings for national football podcasts. Pardon My Take, Barstool Sports. Solid. The Jason and Travis Kelsey podcast. So New Heights with the Kelseys, which is a great podcast. The Herd with Colin Cowherd, which is the biggest, most distributed sports talk show in America. Bussin' with the Boys, Barstool Sports. NFL media's biggest podcast, which is around the NFL, The Athletic Football Show, and Purple Daily is seven.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there it is. <laughs> this one's for you guys. Four one out.
1: Like, and like, if you could throw it up one more time. So, and this could obviously, like, this could change. This fluctuates uh, oh, this is on set a regular in stone basis. Ever
2: and ever, it can never be moved.
1: Sometimes we're down around fifteen or twenty, other times we're apparently at seventh, but it's ahead of a couple more Barstool podcasts, the the Pro Football Focus podcast, DraftKings, another NFL Media Action Network. Uh it's ahead of ESPN's top football podcast, which is the Dominic Fox show. And then there's finally there's another team podcast from the, the Chicago, the Chicago Bears Sports Podcast. But like it's just isn't it isn't it just kinda weird? It's we're it's great and obviously it's oh, cool.
2: No whoa, that's a there we go. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. That. that scared me. Yeah, it's fantastic. We're coming for you, Cowherd. We're coming for you, uh you know what it's but it's part of my take. It speaks to the um the passionate family of Vikings fans we've built up and that have gravitated towards us. And I mean, I, I think it's I think the incredible thing is it speaks to how strong the Vikings fan base is. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the fan bases around the league, and it's not, you know, free agency is always fun, but it's not like the Vikings had a ton of cap room and they're tearing it up like the Bears are. all
1: of those podcasts benefit from free agency period, right? Because the interest across the league is high.
2: But as far as the team podcasts go, it's not like the Vikings went into the beginning of the league year with a ton of room and so like everyone's like we got to hear what the Vikings people Dude, are saying
1: they signed a 25 year old cornerback no great. one had ever heard of before last week and like a blocking tight end and they cut Adam Thielen it's yeah and Eric
2: speaks Kiner. to you it speaks to, to you guys and we appreciate it we love that thank you
1: so yeah super uh super grateful just thank you guys and as I shout this out too we do have some openings for advertisers the next uh, few months here in the off season, So if you're interested, if you're a business owner and you want to partner up, hit me up. P. Mackey, P-M-A-C-K-E-Y at scorenorth.com. That's S K O R hcom Before we get to Feedback Friday, I know this might be outdated, but but you you just swapped uh, texts or tweets with Over the Cap here. So when does the Zadarius bonus?
0: So I asked him, because if you go to Over the Cap right now, first off, Today was the day that the uh, the bone that get, that guaranteed salaries hit for a certain player. So Zedarius is five point zero five million. So at per over the cap that has hit, which means that if the Vikings were to now cut Zedarius Smith, they'd only save seven million and they'd be on the hook for eight million. Jason from over the cap uh, tweeted back and said, "I asked because is this, does this trigger at like midnight of the seventeenth or during a certain hour of of the day?" And he says it should be guaranteed. The trigger, I believe, is to be on the roster the third day, which is today. I guess if he has cut that info, the info it, I have is off, so we have to wait to see. But on Cook, mm. since I know there were some questions, his injury should have him safe no matter what. Which we knew. So,
1: that. so I've heard conflicting things that the that usually it's like in the afternoon, sometime on the third day that that it would kick in because the league year started at like three o'clock Central Time. But Over the Cap would know more than anyone. And Jason from Over the Cap is saying, no, the Zadarius bonus has already kicked in. But that seems weird that the Vikings would like wait on a Zadarius move until after the bonus kicks in.
2: And that's a pretty big bonus as well, right? It's $5 million, right? I'm yeah. going to go out on, on a limb and bet it's 4 o'clock Eastern. So,
1: I don't know. By the time you all listen to this, maybe this has already resolved itself. So, we'll just well, wait and
2: see on Zadarius and Dalvin. I think assuming the Davenport thing gets done, which actually might be hanging the Zedarius thing up yeah. a little bit at this point, because as of this recording, the Marcus Davenport contract I don't think is signed yet. Yeah. Um, I think Cook is. I think Cook is gone now. I didn't before at all, but again, it makes no sense. His bonus withstand or not, but it doesn't make any sense to bring back Madison to clearly have the desire to give Ty Chandler a chance to have shop cook and now, and now do nothing with that. It just doesn't make sense.
1: Yep. I, uh, I generally agree there. Let's get to some feedback here. And so we kind of talked about this on yesterday's episode, but let's dive in a little bit more here. This is from Jed Rafus, I believe refus Rafus. He says, would you trade Daniel Hunter this year for a 2024 first round pick?
2: A first-round pick? Yes. 100%. Ne-
1: a next-year first-round pick?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what, I would.
1: Yes. W- let me rephrase, because I think we'd all say yes to that. If you could get next-year's first-round pick. Sorry, I got excited. No, it's okay. It's okay. What is the least amount you would trade Daniil Hunter for?
2: Um, The least amount? I would consider... So, if, if, if it's not a first-round pick, if you were going to send me, like, a second-round pick, especially in this year's draft and, like, a fifth-round pick, that's probably... Because he's, like, just to be very clear, my stance on the majority of guys the Vikings have either jettisoned or might is I don't think that they have a a lot of draft pick trade value, okay? I do not feel that way about Hunter. I think he Mm -hmm. does. But if you were to give me a 2023 second and, like, a fifth-round pick, um, and, and... And I felt at 29, he didn't fit into a type of guy now that I was going to give a, you know, another extension to, I would take a second and fifth. Dex, what's the least amount?
0: Yeah, I would probably take a, no less than a second or a third. I'm not, I'm not taking anything. I'm not going to take a fourth or a fifth. I need at least a day two pick. I wouldn't even mind again, uh, throwing something, some type of conditional pick in there where if he plays a certain amount of snaps, Reach certain sack total that triggers to a first. You're oh. seeing more of those trades happen too. I, I'm, I'm not selling anything less than a, se- a second. Dude, if he gets
1: no like one. 15 sacks, that would be worth a, a first-round first pick or something, or I playing love, time too, idea. right? Yeah, because he's got yeah, he, questions. If... So I I would I like say it. like I need at least a couple of thirds or something better, like a a way to get to a first through incentives or. Uh, or a second or something. So I'm I'm wide open to it for this reason, and we've kind of mentioned this going back a month. Our first episode on this was a month ago, I want to say. The, should they trade Daniel Hunter? Like, you guys are crazy. Why would you trade? Because the Vikings, and they have proven this the last two weeks, the Vikings are not making moves to all-in win football games in 2023. They're not tanking. They're not punting. They're kind of doing what the Steelers do, which is, okay, we're going to try and be competitive while reshaping this thing for a future window. And that future window appears to be 2024. So again, if your goal is to win a bunch of football games in 2023, you wouldn't trade Daniel Hunter. But if your secondary goal is winning football games to your first goal, primary goal, which is be as good and flexible as you can be heading into 2024, 25, 26. In 2024, Danielle's going to be 30 years old. He's going to be past his elite edge rushing prime. So, to me, it's more important. I'm not just going to trade him for anything, but if the offer is right, and, we, and the reason we're talking about this is because his base salary for 2023 is like $5 million. He's going to want 15 or 20 million minimum in cash. So, you're, you're going to have, barring some sort of crazy kumbaya meeting with him and his agent, like there's going to be tension here about his contract. I think it's more important to have draft capital that can help you build that window 2024, 25, 26 than it is to have Daniil Hunter helping your 2023 team. That's my
2: broad take on it. And the Vikings would be would have a very fair case to say to Hunter and his representatives, you don't fit in to what we're doing and therefore we can't give you the contract that you want. Like, that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. So this, this is not a everyone must go this is uh you know what it doesn't make a ton of sense and keep in mind too it is worth pointing out that factoring into all these discussions is going to, to be fair or not and i think it's fair the fact that daniel hunter missed all of 2020 with a neck issue that required surgery that's a big deal and then got hurt again in 21 and i think missed about nine games so the fact is yes he came back yes he was healthy or as healthy as he could be throughout 2022 but at that age now you've got to think of that too so this is not an iron man now so like there's just a lot of things but I think we all do agree this is very different than than Thielen and Kendrick's and that crew this is a guy who has value left and you need probably realistically you'll you could start with a second day pick and get a third day pick as well
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah, I unfair. mean, if if someone said here's a two and a five, you probably you probably have to do it. I don't know to what degree they've shopped him at this point because I think there's like nine, ten, eleven other things they've been trying to do, and then so may, maybe it's a it's a pre 2023 draft let's, thing, but in all likelihood, it might be actually it might be something you do in the summertime.
2: Let's just say the phone's rang. Okay. Are you reporting? The Phone is rang. Yes, the phone is rang. Wait.
0: Speculation.
2: You think other teams don't look at that guy's contract and say, "Hey, he needs a new contract. We're ready to win now." Is this reckless speculation? No, educated speculation or a flat-out report. It's a flat-out report that they've gotten calls. I don't know from whom, and I don't know if there's if they're entertaining reckless. them.
0: They've gotten calls. I expect another Jud Zolgad reference on Pardon uh, PTI later today. <laughs> yeah. like
2: Michael Wilbon, Jud Zolgod of Score North <laughs> of, Nor- of hey, S-K-O-R North. Hey, listen, that's a, North. North. Yeah. That's a, that's a top <laughs> ten
0: podcast, Mikey. I <laughs> would love to hear the associate producers like going. So is it? Is it Score or is it? Is it Scour? Like, can well, we just spell it out? It's S-K-O-R Radio. What let's, what is? Let's just what spell is it is out. It? Let's just and, spell
2: it out. And can you imagine between that and Zolgad? What a nightmare. I'd bury, like, the re- I'd bury the report. I'd lose the report.
1: It's uh, it's Ju- it's Judd Zul. Zul- uh, it's Phil Mackey. Phil Mackey is reporting yeah. from Purple Daily.
0: Clan Goff.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, Barbara on YouTube <laughs> says one question here. Why does the true championship player Hall of Fame baller take pay cuts? She's referring to Harrison Smith here. While the underperforming status quo, never going to be a Hall of Famer, first round wild card and out loser in primetime quarterback oh, stays with just moving around I'm, the same
2: contract.
1: That is a. That's Phil, a if, shot you fe- if you want to
2: feel that that one, you can. I feel
1: I'm going to you- I'm going to push back a little here on two fronts. Even though I am the number one Kirk hater, if you will, among a lot of the Vikings fans. Um, well, Harrison's not a championship player yet, okay? So him and Kirk have won the same number of championships. I just want to throw that out there. But I think the reason, the it's a valid question. So Harrison Smith didn't restructure, didn't like push a little cap money over here, but he literally just took a straight-up pay cut. His base salary was going to be $14.7 million. It's now going to be $8. he will be fine. He's made enough money playing football. I think he's been responsible. I think his his family and future... Smiths are going to be fine, but Harrison took a straight-up pay cut. I've seen some misguided thoughts on what happened with Cousins. Look, look, at Cousins is down to 20. No, Cousins still gets $30 million in cash this year. The accounting is what was moved around, and the reason why you can ask Harrison Smith to take a straight-up pay cut and you can't for Kirk Cousins is because the market. The market doesn't value 34-year-old safeties like 34-year-old quarterbacks. Kirk is technically still in his prime, you could argue, as a quarterback, but we're kind of on cliff watch, right? Harrison's not in his prime anymore. So if Kirk were to hit the market, he would get thirty five, forty million dollars a year from somebody. If Harrison Smith hits the market, he's not getting fourteen point seven million. He would have gotten we speculated with Doogie, like maybe maybe seven, eight, nine million dollars or something.
2: Yeah, maybe. So
1: I don't know if you have anything to add to that, but it's just no, it's kind, very of, the, kind of the the ruthlessness defended, of the market,
2: right? You defended Kirkwell. Okay. Uh
1: Chris Manson chimes in here and says Garrett Podell from CBS Sports graded every team's free agency so far and gave the Vikings a D plus. I've been a big fan of the free agency cycle by Quasey and Company. Just wondering why you guys think this dude buried us with a with a D plus.
2: Because if you're a guy like that, and you're a national excuse me getting choked up I'm I'm so defensive with the Vikings right now if you're a guy like and that I don't see
1: Garrett Podell's podcast in the top 10 know. rankings huh huh
2: and guy? and if if you're if if you're Podie as I call him and you're doing that list you're probably ranking every team or a ton of teams so if you're from the outside looking in the Vikings didn't have first of all much cap room second of all those names aren't for the most part sexy so, like, unless you understand, unless you have a full understanding of what the team is doing and operating within the parameters, because, like, I'm impressed because of the trend here. But the trend is to go younger. Like, so if if you're Garrett, you're probably not breaking down, like, every n- nuance, and just on paper, flat out, it doesn't look sexy. So that's why. It, it's not fair. I'm not saying it's fair, but I am saying – That's why, because he's probably trying to rank a bunch of teams. And if you look at that, if you look at that uh, free agent class, right, it's like, oh, man, this isn't great. But you don't understand. Actually, it's very smart. I think
1: it's a little I, I don't know. I have no idea what his level of like deep knowledge about every team is. So I'll just kind of frame it in a different way. I think he's going off of if you're just trying to make your 13-win team better in 2023, he's sure. looking and seeing all these household names and leaders. Oh, my God, they lost Patrick Peterson, who was good last year, and they say goodbye to Adam Thielen and Eric Kendricks and all these recognizable names, and they added a blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. They're going to say goodbye to Zedarius Smith, but they replaced him with Marcus Davenport, who had a half a sack last year. On paper, it looks like, especially if you're not sort of fully in tune with the decline of some of these veterans, it looks like they got a lot worse on paper. Uh, but they're also not necessarily trying to get better for 2023. They're trying to get better for the future. Right. So maybe, it is, it, maybe it's It's maybe a D-plus if you're trying to win 13 games again in 2023.
2: It's the problem that anyone doing national stuff runs into, in my opinion, which is you don't have the inherent knowledge of what the strategy is, like us. And that's why our podcast ranks so high because Vikings <laughs> fans know that we tell the truth. You know that we tell the truth, don't you out there? We know, we know that you know that you know that when you listen to certain things, you don't get the truth. Which is why you come here for the truth. Basically, the moral of the story here,
1: to sum it up, is we're clearly perfect and have no flaws, and these random guys from CBS are are just wrong let's just say let's just
2: say right now halfway through this (laughs) unbelievable show that i would love nothing more than to see my friend mackadack on a friday now sit back with some type of dark liqueur and talk about how that liqueur embraces his life helps his life out before going on to your next question as thousands and thousands of people say i gotta go get that very liqueur
1: um, I have some liqueur, uh, some Irish themed liqueur for later today on this Happy St. Happy St. Patty's Day, boys! When your last name is Mackey, you've got to. Uh, I think you know, I, I, I'm I'm more than half Irish, and I feel like I don't. I'm Irish 365 days a year, so today is kind of an amateur day. It's for yeah. the. It's for the. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's for the less than 50 percent Irish. All right, you know, just drink responsibly on this St. Patty's Day. Uh, Chris Manson. Oh, no, we already got to that one. Chansey and Fargo, one of our favorites. Chansey. Chansey Chansey once lit an actual dumpster fire during Vikings Ventline in 2020. Gorgeous. One of the great displays in Vikings Ventline history. He says, seems like Score North has been drinking a lot of Quasi Kool-Aid over the past few weeks. A bit out of touch with a lot of Vikings fan opinions I am hearing. How about some constructive criticism or skepticism other than the Cousins restructure? What is a Viking's departure or signing that each of you will go on the record saying you disagree with?
2: Oh, Chancey, they are throwing on a gauntlet to to us. Well, first of all, first of all, that's why I've prefaced a lot of what what I've said, which is there's a lot more moves to be made that I have no idea if they're going to do yep. the right thing. So like what I like right now, it's not necessarily the names, it's their ages and the structure of the idea, okay? Which I really do like. Like I'm not I'm not trying to be a fan here. I I think it's smart. I think it's very smart. So anyway, so something that I so a signing that I don't or a um, departure or a departure and
1: and I'll trigger trigger your memory here. So this is what's happened so far. So Thank the you. departures are Eric Kendricks, Adam Thielen, love it, love Cam Danskler, love it, Patrick Peterson, love it, Dalvin Tomlinson, don't love it. The returning players are bringing back Harrison Smith, Garrett Bradbury, Alexander Madison. Andrew DePaula, Greg Joseph, Nick Mullins. And then they signed Josh Oliver, Marcus Davenport, Byron Murphy.
2: Okay, if I have to pick one that I don't love, um, and this was expensive, I would say Dalvin Tomlinson. He definitely brought – I mean, he, he's a good player. He's a good um, player. Is, is he a dominant player consistently? No. Does he give you a player that you definitely need? Yes. I, I would say that would be the one where if you could have found a way – to make it work and it's i mean i certainly was not apoplectic about his departure to cleveland and the browns did pay him but i would say that that would be the one where i'm i'm like that's not going to be an easy guy to replace and do you have that guy and i don't think that you do right now so chancy this is for you dalvin tomlinson's my choice what are the vikings doing What's funny though is
1: even even with Dalvin, it's like all right, he got like twenty seven million guaranteed as a twenty nine year old, good but not great interior defensive I lineman. So, I,
2: I was living up to the request.
1: Yeah. I'll give you I'll give you this one. I'm skeptical about Alexander Madison because the last fair. two years he's been just over three and a half yards of carry. That's right, and he's fair. and he's had some sample size there. Uh, PFF also hates him as a receiving running back. So I just I think the first two years of Madison looked a little different than the last couple of years, and I. But again, even though I don't I don't necessarily love with all the different options out there and versatile, sort of um platoon running backs. There's a there's still a bunch available. There's just a sea of these guys you can go find for two, three, four million dollars. I don't know that he was the best option, but it's like a one year deal basically. Maybe two. He makes three and a half million to the to the cap this year. I was going to
2: say it's not that much, right? I like that. so That's e- even if,
1: even if I don't love him as a player as much as Dalvin, right? It's not like a crippling contract. Well, so,
2: but are are you in this case thinking of far more prime Dalvin Cook? Because like we saw things last year that scared me too. But I do agree with you in the sense that. Like that was a really to me that's a place where you could rip, bring in a pretty damn generic guy as long as he can pass protect
0: a little bit and catch a little bit so that's totally fair.
1: I want Declan to say long snapper Andrew DePaola here.
0: <laughs> no, although I did see he got his contract got broken today. Um, another long snapper got paid, so I had the he had the belt paid. for one day. You can hang that plaque that for like. 48, 72 hours, he was the highest-paid long snapper. See, that
1: gives us hope. If we go down from 7th on the Apple podcast rankings to right. 40th, we never have to give back the day that we were 7th.
0: Uh, but to answer uh, uh, Chauncey's question, I would say Bradbury. Um, I know the contract's mm. reasonable, but you're banking on that he had one really good year, really honestly, 13 really good games because he got injured, obviously, a bit. And you're banking that he's going to step right back in, even with the continuity, and be the player he was for those 13 games last season when he was mostly a train wreck. And he wasn't uh, a star in pass protection last year either. He was, I guess, better, but uh, low bar to clear. I think he could have found that in the draft. So I- I'll say bring him back here at Bradbury.
1: Yeah, the back thing, just, uh, yeah, there's a, sure. lot, there's a lot going That's on. That's a good there. one. So, uh, all right, Nick G here says, I grew up in Buffalo, Minnesota. Nick G, right You're on,
2: I, I stocked you. I still am. I'm looking <laughs> I, at you right now.
1: I don't think he's saying, I don't think he know, I, in, in case Nick doesn't know, I am a Buffalo High School proud Bison yeah. graduate. Baseball. Team. He says, grew up in Buffalo, Minnesota, have ventured into the Twin Cities for dinner a few times. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's, a, it's a hike, man. It's like 50 minutes. Uh, my wife's birthday is in early April. I would like to take her to a really nice restaurant in the Twin Cities. What are some of your guys' recommendations for restaurants?
0: Oh my gosh, uh, this, this could go on for a while. Where, yeah. Whereabouts? Yeah, exactly. And, and what downtown? Did
1: he say or like? He didn't say. I just read you his note.
0: Okay. Oh, you need to There's more there. Yeah, yeah. You need to know. Right there. There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you going to, to email
1: yeah. him back quick. And but, then...
2: but, but I mean, you could throw out. <laughs> He's, gonna, suggestions be, yeah, he's gonna be, yeah. He's gonna be. He's gonna be in
1: Forest Lake, actually, specifically.
2: <laughs> Listen, know. you smartass! <laughs> so he'll be coming down 394. So we need I'm to not know, like, holding information. Do you want to stop in Saint Park? park. <laughs> do you want to stop in Minnetonka? Before that, do you want to stop? Go all the way let's downtown? Start, let's start. in the
0: western. There's some options in the. Well, Declan,
1: what's the place? Didn't you you cancel dinner plans because you right? uh, your your yeah, stomach's I'm, growling? I'm but dying,
0: and I'm coughing up a lung right now. Uh, where was what, I supposed to go? St. I, Louis
2: Park Place, right?
0: Yeah, and I honestly forget the name because I had never been there before. So Hazelwood, we're up Hazelwood. Thank Hazelwood. you, um, Excelsior Hazelwood, Excelsior
2: Boulevard. Very good, top Dude, notch. Uh, if you
1: want to venture toward downtown, and by the way, like okay, it's, the crime is not. You can still have dinner, okay, for people that are scared about the crime downtown. Red Rabbit yep. is fantastic. Always a go-to. Check out Red Rabbit.
0: You'll we'll Probably see one of us three there on if if you stop in.
2: Yep, it's probably true. Steakhouse Manny or Murray's. Yeah. JD JD Hoyts, for some JD chops. Hoyts, Yeah, yeah. You if, want if you want foo- if you want to get go into a food coma, JD Hoyts. Yeah, that's there's a also
1: one. a great Applebee's in Roseville too. All right, they do uh, two Applebee's do two for twenty dollars. Nothing, dude.
2: I love Applebee's Oriental chicken. Yeah, salad. exactly right.
1: Some beers. There's an IHOP in Plymouth too that I would. Strongly suggest you consider.
2: But, I mean, there's a lot of potential here. Because, dude, you're starting in Buffalo, and you're going through what? That, except for that narrow strip of road for a, a while that I absolutely hate that's out on 12 before it turns mm. into the freeway. They put up a barrier there, so it's harder to cross it and accidentally die. But <laughs> that, that's the one that gets me, that narrow stretch of road. Oh, but what's you- your... On three ninety four, you're home free.
1: This isn't quite what you're looking for, too. But if you just want to kind of stop, like a third of the way, if you just want to kind of weave your way, uh, Maple Grove Parkway, Mama G's, one of the better dive bars, and on the fringes of the Twin Cities, go to Mama G's and Maple. Have Grove. I ever been
2: there?
1: I don't think so. We used to do our we used to do vent line at the Lookout, which is like probably five miles from Mama G's. Okay, Maple Grove, but the Lookout was solid. It's good times. The early Mike Zimmer days, we would do our vent line at the Lookout. And they would always have uh, a chili cook-off on Sundays, too. So you could go and just, like, eat 10 different yeah. kinds of chili and be gassy for the post-game show. This is great. Um, or you could just get your life in order and uh, go to Livia instead. That would be another option if you want to lose some weight. Actually, we already did that this week. So let's talk about federated insurance instead.
2: Hi, Livia. 855. <laughs> oh, we're going with that. Go, Livia. Sorry.
1: I have my uh have Livia. My com up. Federated Insurance has been around since the early 1900s, okay? And those people at Federated are in good shape, too. They take care of their bodies, I'm told. But uh, Federated is here to help you navigate the waters of business ownership. And uh, you can find out all sorts of resources and tools, information at federatedinsurance.com and a full list of in- industries they specialize in. Federated Insurance, where it's our business to protect yours. Uh, And a shout-out to our friends over at Dennis Kirk. All right, It's like 8 degrees as we record this right now, so probably not time to get your Harley out quite yet, all you Ragnars out there. But at some point here in the next few weeks, baseball weather will emerge, riding weather will emerge. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com so you can ride more and wait less. Over 180,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets as well. Shipping is free for orders over $89. If you order by 8 p.m., they ship the same day. Everything you need for your ride at DennisKirk.com. Okay. All right. Thanks, Olivia. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Nick Reed says, I was watching a clip from Good Morning Football with Ryan Leaf, who was very good in my opinion. I've seen him on GMFB. He was pretty good. Mm -hmm. He came on our show at the Radio like five years ago, too. Leaf said he was very high on Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. As much as I could pass on a rendition of Rocky Top from Chip Scoggins several times a year, is there any chance the Vikes trade back in the first round, pick up a second, and grab Hooker with their second-round pick? Leaf also had some interesting things to say about Levis and Richardson. He knows a few things about being a completely unprepared college quarterback with high first-round expectations. So on Hendon Hooker, I'm... He's like, is he like twenty five and coming off an injury too?
2: I think he's old. Or oh, is he twenty five? Just want to make he sure 25. he's twenty five years Stetson old. Yeah, it's like thirty four. He's gonna come out.
1: Yeah. Do
2: you guys have once? So once you get
1: past the first four quarterbacks, and we get into like second, third, fourth, fifth round territory, so Hendon Hooker territory. What's your level of interest?
2: So I think the Vikings. um, I think part of that scenario that he just painted is might be absolutely correct. If they don't make a trade. You get draft picks. I think they are going to trade back. I think they are going to trade back and probably get a second round pick. Would they take Hendon Hooker with that pick? I don't think so, but I wouldn't dismiss it entirely. But but I mean I think his scenario is going down the right track. I just don't know. Y- you would need to be convinced that you really like a quarterback coming out of college in, in his mid-20s. Yeah. Uh that seems to me to be a bit high to draft him probably. But um I think something along those lines of creativity would not be completely surprising. I just don't know if they would draft a quarterback in the second round after getting a second-round pick.
0: I like the idea. Um, I think second round is a little bit of a reach, though, for a guy who's coming off ACL surgery and is a little bit older. We're talking about players with windows and age windows and giving those second contracts. I know he's entering the rookie deal, but the four years of team control, he's going to sit behind him for one year. I'd, I would be interested if he falls as a third, but if it's before that, I'm I'm probably not going to take him. Uh, I, uh,
1: man. So we should do an episode on sort of like the value of when you draft a quarterback as it pertains to the Vikings. I did, I did some research on this last week. And let's just say that when you draft quarterbacks after the first round, it's really, really, really hard for them to be good enough to eventually be like long term starting quarterbacks. So it's, it's a dart. I mean, the first round's kind of a dart throw, but it's more of a 50 50 coin flip dart throw. Once you get further in second, third, fourth rounds, those guys are very, very much clipboard holding backups at best. There are examples. There are Kirk Cousins and there's like Romo was undrafted. But um I, I'm fine with it because they should be taking shots on quarterbacks and they do have a good infrastructure to to bring young quarterbacks in. But I don't want I don't want Hendon Hooker to be like, This is the res regi- this, this regime's shot at a right. future quarterback. You'd have to you'd have to treat it a little bit like the Kellen Mon thing where, OK, it's a we'll it's a shot, but it, it shouldn't yeah. prevent you from doing it again in the first round, maybe in 2024. Yep. Uh, Chad T chimes in, says what's going on with trenches with Boone waiting till the draft to start episodes or what? So, yeah, the last couple of years, Boone, so Boone's been an in-season contributor for us. He's super busy outside. He, he essentially the last two years, he used to be he used to host the Sunday morning uh, Sirius XM NFL show. He had done stuff with San Francisco radio and he had made a couple appearances on NFL network, but, um, he is so ingrained in a, he has four kids in in a, in a a family in Minnesota hockey, right? He coaches youth sports, youth hockey football, and he runs an offensive line training company. So he's super busy. And, um, so he's been kind of an in season weekly guy for us. You definitely will see him again. Hopefully sometime soon we'll get him again. I actually just talked to him on the phone three days ago for like 25 minutes as he's like wrangling his kids and bro, dude, dude, just got back from the combine. (laughs) So yeah, he's still definitely in the mix and we'll, his weekly show is sort of on hiatus right now, but you'll see him again at some point. So if you guys have ideas on what you want us to add to Purple Daily too, sometime like between now and the season, let us know. We've been thinking about It'd be fun to have a year-round draft show. Like, just put a quarter in Thor. And craziness. And just even in like October, August, just yeah, be talking about he the draft. Could guide
2: us through the uh, college season. Yeah, tell us. Who all to right, watch. You know What's going the on?
1: the Vikings left guard Ezra Cleveland had a bad game week two. All right, who are the left guards we should watch yep. this weekend? You know, on Saturday or something. I don't know. So, uh yeah, we'll get we'll get Booney back at some point. Um, I think that'll be a wrap on this edition of Feedback Friday here. We have more Vikings feedback for you guys on Mackie and Judd, our other daily show here. And um I guess we're on Dalvin Cook and Zedarius Smith watch for however long. So we'll keep you guys posted. We are your home for daily Vikings off season news speculation rumors, and in today's case, straight up Capital J journalism reporting. By Judd, Vikings are getting phone calls.
2: The phone's ringing. The phone is ringing all the time. Was it a text or a call? No, it's calls. No DMs. Calls. You up? Hey, crazy. <laughs> How about you a up? second? How
1: about a third? No.
2: Okay. What's going so, on?
1: Uh, so, thanks you guys for hanging out, and don't forget to. We have the Before I Die merchandise available at scorenorth.com slash shop if you want your just one before I die t-shirts, hoodies, scornorthcom slash shop skornorth.com slash shop thanks for making this one of the most listened come. to football podcasts in Great. all of America You're apparently crazy ass biking